Well, I'm just going to say it's the 9th of August and I am looking at a torrential downpour and considering put, putting on a jumper. I don't know what's going on. Uh, it was boiling hot this morning and now I'm absolutely frozen. It's just awful out there. I don't know what's going on anymore. Welcome to episode 68 of Mr. Burt Pods. Yeah, well, it's so bad that I've had to go and make a cup of tea because I'm frozen. I'm really cold. My hands are, my hands are cold. Uh, and then I sat down with my cup of tea to record, continue recording this and threw tea all over my lap and then uh, realised I hadn't got a table to put the teacup on and uh, I'm now trapped between two very spindly, non-productive, two tall, um, actually they're nearly as tall as me, I think they're about five foot now, uh, tomato plants uh, and a table in front of me, so I'm completely trapped because I've got the cup of tea on the table. So that's an exciting start. It is just uh, torrential out there. The builders have gone. They're not builders, they're decorators. They've gone. No, I don't blame them. I can't do anything in this weather. It's just awful. So, um, oh, I was just so fed up when I woke up this morning. We got that. Um, I got yesterday something reminded me. I can't remember what it was anyway. And I started thinking about school. Used to, the last school I taught in, which was in Westminster. It was a lovely church school. And um, I started thinking about it. And uh, I'm still in touch with a couple of people at work there. And I thought, well, I'll just have a look at it. And it sort of looked, uh, I looked at the website and it sort of looked all right. I noticed there was a new head teacher. Um, and then I contacted my friend who worked there. We haven't been in contact for a while. And she said, oh, it's completely gone downhill. And I think it's now got less than half of the amount of children uh, that were there when I was there. There's all sorts of other rubbish going on. And it was just really sad. And then, of course, I, I, I did find it sad. It was such a lovely school. Uh, it sounds like it's really gone to pieces. And um, that was sad. And then I woke up. I think I was a little bit... I don't think I was hungover. We just did this weird thing last night, which was going out. We went out to a friend who lives about 20, 30 minutes walk away, which was quite nice, and um, had an evening meal uh, with them. And it's Woody's, uh, Woody the um, Corgi. Uh, no, Woody didn't cook the meal. Woody was there uh, with Woody's owner, who was the friend. And um, I said, let's not have a big lunch because we're going out for a meal in the evening. That got vetoed. So we had a big lunch. And then, of course, we go out and end up having a big evening meal as well, uh, plus wine. Well, I didn't drink an awful lot. Uh, and we didn't get back until about midnight. And I think it was just that thing of, I haven't done that for, well, since certainly since before lockdown. Um, it was just weird, just going out, sitting in someone's house. Because I have seen another fact where we sat in the garden, uh, sitting in someone's inside in someone's house, uh, having a meal and a drink and talking together with Woody barking a lot because he got, I mean, poor Woody got so excited we were there. Because I think, although dogs probably have had a fine time with people being at home all the time, Woody's owner, uh, there's there's a, um, an adult and two grown-up children and the children are students, so they go away and it's just 
the owner and Woody, and I think Woody just misses other, you know, has missed other people. So he got overexcited when we turned up, um, and he's very vocal. So uh, I was pretty much deaf in my right ear by the time uh, Woody had finished, and um, also Woody was the dog that whose legs just went completely, just went, couldn't walk on them, just stopped functioning. Uh, and that was in the middle of lockdown, so they had an awful time. And he's massively improved. And uh, his owner said they'd gone up to the Heath to walk, because he hasn't been able to walk very far. But they got up to the Heath together, and they said uh, they were nearly crying, because they'd never thought they'd get back for a walk with Woody on the Heath. Um, so that was lovely. So he's not 100%, but he's a lot, lot better. Um, I mean, it was terrible. He was just completely paralyzed. Back legs just completely paralyzed. I don't think they know what caused it either. So, um, so Woody's a very spirited dog, so he's sort of back to normal. So that was all very exciting. So it was lovely seeing him. We had a very nice roast chicken meal. And I was so full at the end of it all because we had a huge homemade tiramisu, very impressive homemade tiramisu at the end. And, um, a couple of glasses of wine and I, you know, I think I was hung over this morning and I had weird dreams about the school. Um, and then it, the news headlines was that um, I woke up this morning to the news about the big report about global warming. And if we don't, oh, it's just it's just all getting on top of me now. Uh, a part of me just thinks I can't bear this whole global warming thing. I find it so depressing and I feel so helpless about it. And then another part of me thinks, well, I can't just bury my head in the sand because it's our world and it's just awful. And I'm, 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 I've been missing my mum and more my dad, actually, my mum, but I've been missing my parents an awful lot this week. I think I've been in a bit, bit of a funny mood. And I just thought, I'm so glad they're not here anymore to see it. It's just, the whole thing's just been awful. Um, it's just dreadful. What can I say? Uh, and, and I think it is just getting people down and I... Don't know how I'd feel if I was a 20-year-old, to be honest. I think it must be a hugely difficult time. Uh, and I think we should give young people all the compassion and care that we can. I think I think we've got no, as an old one, well, I'm talking about me being an old generation, no idea who, how old the rest of the listeners are to this, if anyone does listen. Um, uh, you know, we've got no idea from our own cosy lives what they went through, what they're going through, that feeling of... I vaguely remember... Um, the nearest would be, I remember because we lived in Harrogate and there was an American, there is an American early warning system there called Filingdales on the moors. And they're, they're like three golf ball, huge golf balls. I think there's more of them now. And I remember seeing a map, this would be in the late 70s, of if anyone was to drop a nuclear bomb on this country where the nuclear bomb was most likely to be dropped. Uh, and one of the places was on Filingdales, which is basically where I lived. So we did have that sort of fear of nuclear war um, when I was a kid. So that, and I remember, I remember it did scare me. But um, oh, I don't know. It's just all. I keep wanting to say I don't know what to say, but there we go. So the house, <laughs> the house is being painted slowly but steadily um, we've now got a green door it's supposed to be green gauge uh, 
It's only the undercoat at the moment and the door next to it because they're two neighbours. We've got doors next to each other is an orange and the undercoats are looking very complimentary and nice together. So presumably, oh my God, it's just absolutely tipping down. I can't get over it. I can't get over it. I went for a run this morning and it was sunny and I got back absolutely dripping with sweat and I was so hot and I don't know why because it wasn't... It wasn't like one of those really baking hot days that we had a few weeks back uh, that I was complaining about. Now I'm complaining about the fact it's raining all the time. Um, I was absolutely dripping with what I had to get into the shower. It was really strange. Even my socks were wet from sweat, not from anything else. And that was this morning. And now I'm sitting thinking, shall I put a jumper on? <laughs> I'm so cold. And it's pissing down outside for want of a better word so anyway where was i yes so we've got a painted door uh, undercoat and um the house is going to be gray as i think i mentioned before and uh, i'm sure it'll look lovely we're going to have the the stonework and the windows and around the door it's going to be what they were a jasmine color which was sort of a yellowy white creamy color they're going to be white white which i think will lift to the gray i'm hoping <laughs> Uh, and a nice brightly coloured green door. I feel a song coming on. Um, so what else? I did laugh. Actually, the one thing that did make me laugh this morning. Actually, you know, two things made me laugh today. Uh, one of them I've forgotten. And the other one was, um, it was the Today programme. <laughs> um, it was an interview with... Uh, was is it Adam Peaty, the Olympic swimmer that got thousands of medals, and another man? I can't remember what who he was, but he'd got anyway. He'd got another uh, gold. And Sarah Smith, who was the presenter, was doing this huge build-up to this interview with them because obviously they were on Zoom. Uh, really, really exciting. And then she went, you know, hello, both of you, and there was complete silence because obviously the the connection was down. And then you just heard this voice go. I'm really tired, <laughs> words to that effect. And <laughs> what that one was, they, the two athletes were talking to each other, but they couldn't hear the woman in the Today studio. And I just thought, she did say actually they'd both been on the breakfast TV as well. So these poor men had, you know, worked for five years to get to this Olympics, got gold medals, had flown back from Japan, what, must have been yesterday or Saturday or something, were up this morning on TV doing the breakfast television programme, <laughs> then were over, this was about half past eight, I think, then were over to Radio 4 uh, to do the Today programme. <laughs> he just said, I'm so tired. <laughs> poor man. <laughs> it was very funny. Anyway, they did... Um, they did uh, connect with the presenter after a few minutes, but it was one of those priceless moments that I do love. What was the other funny thing that cheered me up today? Something else made me laugh today. I can't remember what it was. And I had it all in my head ready to do on the podcast. That stupid cat. Uh, anyone that's seen my Instagram, I put pictures of it. I walked past that cat. It was just flopped over the gatepost and the most I mean I've never seen an animal in such a peculiar position if you imagine lifting a cat up with one hand picking it up with the palm of your hand between its two front legs 
and then placing the bit where your palm is, uh, placing that bit of the cat onto the top of a gatepost to sort of, I don't know, five centimeters by five centimeters flat gatepost, uh, so that it's then basically its front paws are just hanging down. Uh, but then the back of its body is even lower and the back legs are just dangling. I mean, all the legs are dangling. And I just looked at it and I think, are, I walked past that, are you enjoying it? Are you happy in that position? Because I can't see how it can get any purchase with its legs to get down. Anyway, I left it. And I walked past after my run half an hour later. And um, it had moved, it had turned and the, the gate was closed. It had been open when I walked. So obviously it's absolutely fine. It's just a really peculiar cat, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, the other reason I'm tired is because I've got, I've got ridiculously competitive with my Duolingo Welsh. And they do it, the, the Duolingo does it like a sort of game. So they give you incentives to keep going. And one of the incentives is they put you in a little league with other people. Uh, and I was just determined to, and you have a week, if you're in the top 10 of the league, you move up to the next one. I was determined to be number one. Uh, and then got into this ridiculous battle with this other person um, who was obviously, I mean, I just spent hours yesterday just trying to get as many points as I could, uh, not learning anything, just banging through it and uh, not quality learning anyway. And then that person obviously saw what I was up to and then they, so they did a big ma major stint and then a third person came in, it was absolutely ridiculous. And then I got in last night and um, it was, yeah, it was nearly midnight and I saw there was an hour to go before we got, I got, I was in second place now to go before um, it was all changed. So I was then sitting doing flipping Duolingo Welsh exercises at nearly midnight uh, in order to get to the first class, first top place, which I managed to do. Um, and uh, I think I got a reward of 100 gems or something. I don't know why I bothered really. It was a complete waste of time. I don't know why I get so competitive about these things. It's just ridiculous. So, yeah, so I had yoga this morning and then I think he's doing, I think he does flow actually. I think he does vinyasa flow, but it's called a hatha thing. Hatha is when you sort of get into positions and then you have to stay in them for six hours and then all your muscles just give up and you collapse in a heap. Vinyasa, vinyasa flow is, as it says, flow. Um, it's elegant and you sort of flow from one elegant or you flow elegantly from one position to the next. Um, I have to add here that there is absolutely nothing elegant about my yoga practice whatsoever. Um, and uh, yeah, so I think it, I think it, I think he sneaks, well, there's probably a bit of both actually, I think he sneaks them both in. And then I went for a nice run. Now, a lot of you have been worried about my leg. My leg's just been weird. Um, it's got gradually better and then it gets a bit worse and then it gets better, but the pain's now moved from the right hand side of my calf to the left hand side of my calf, same leg. Uh, and when I go for a run, it's absolutely fine. Um, I just don't know. It's And the pain's not that bad. It's fine. So, um, yeah, so that's all all right. I was getting a bit fed up with it, but it's okay. Uh, so I had a nice run and I did a really fast run. But the weird thing was, like last week, um, five kilometers is supposed to be nine and a half times, well, it is nine and a half times around the recreation ground that I do it around. Um Last week it said I'd done five kilometers when I hadn't, when I, when I still, I'd done about nine and a third, I think, or something. And today I did 10 before it told me I was five kilometers. So I don't know what that's about. I was absolutely shattered and hot. So um, I then, 
found out I done really I did a really quick speed. I did under half an hour. Uh, which is not, I don't do very often, so I was very pleased with that actually. And I think I might still be local. I don't know if I'm local legend or not actually, I must check. Um, but I am the local legend regardless of the running, obviously. We've got the car coming on Friday, the electric car, so that's all going to be very interesting. Uh, what else is going And then tomorrow night we're off to Carousel. Um, tents waterproofs wellies at the ready because it's at the open air theater i'm so excited it better not rain is all i'm saying i'm so desperate i did enjoy Baghdad cafe but i didn't get emotional about going back to the theater but i think a musical is going to finish me off um i get so emotional about musicals uh and then i was determined to get to see anything goes at the barbican because it's so ridiculously expensive I was absolutely determined to go because it's near our anniversary and birthdays. And I saw the front row is um, 60 quid, which I know sounds a lot, but the top price is 150. So basically, for half of the top price, we're sitting on the front row. Uh, I think you put your head up. And it's fine. The Barbican's Theatre is fine. I don't know why. So um, I'm, I just thought I'm going to book it. And I've had such a horrible crap year. Or nearly two years or whatever I just want to go and see a fantastic Broadway musical and I'll probably just cry I will cry all the way through it not because I'm sad but I just get so emotional in a musical I just cry um, I think I've got it off my father he absolutely loved musicals so yeah so that's all coming up so that's very exciting and then um, what else has been going on I still can't remember the funny thing there was something really funny happened and I remember thinking I'll oh, save that for the podcast everyone will find that hilariously funny and now of course i can't remember i don't think it was my welsh my welsh wasn't hilariously funny um oh yes so oh i went out oh yes of course that was the other big news is i went out for a social uh i got a bit twitchy actually i don't think i enjoyed it that much i think i was just too nervous uh it's my writing salon group they had a person in person meeting uh this is the um group that have put together the uh, short story poem collection which is going to be out next month I don't think I can tell you what the title of it is but anyway it has a title it has a rather odd cover but I'm growing to like the cover um, so that's all exciting because that will be my first published work and they've just put out the call for the second he wants to do a second anthology well he wants to do loads and loads of anthologies but anyway so we went to this the union club which is a private members club and it's the one i was i probably would join if i was able to join a club it's lovely but it's tiny i mean compared to the h club which was huge it's tiny it's a it's a townhouse in soho that i walked past so many times and never even noticed it it's completely anonymous um covered in it's very very cozy inside really cozy inside three floors uh, the top floor is private hire rooms and then there's a restaurant on the middle floor and a bar loungy area on the ground floor the and then there's an, a terrace that uh, has tables as well which is I don't know where that is actually in the structure of the building it's quite odd but anyway um I'm still quite keen to join it actually it was really nice and I got had a little tour uh, but um one of the downsides is it's not open at the weekends and it's been going since 1991 i think and it's still run by the two people that started it and the woman that took me around was saying the man will 
you know, who runs it will go and fix the toilets if the toilets need fixing. It's a completely sort of family feel to it. Um, and then some people I know have just been there for years and years. So it, it is a really lovely place. But, um, yeah, it's just that weekend thing, because if I ever do get back into the theatre, it's always the between matinee and evening performances was when I always used to tootle off to the H Club, which was always really nice. So, yeah, so I'd met a few... I hadn't been to that many salon meetings actually before everything shut down um so he'd sort of invited a hardcore group along which was nice because he invited me um so most of them i only knew from zoom and it's quite weird because as one of them said some people actually look exactly as they do look like on zoom and other people look completely different um so I, there were there were people i was comfortable with but i didn't particularly know them um which was fine uh so i wasn't that i mean it wasn't like going out with a load of friends and i th- I was just a bit twitchy i just wanted to go home at the end uh really and uh i did stay in chat for a while and uh, i took a um a flow test the next morning i was fine um but yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not wanting to rush out and go to the pub or have meals and restaurants and stuff um but there we are i've just realized i'm on 22 minutes um i still haven't thought of the funny thing uh but i'm going to stop there because as soon as i stop recording i'll remember the funny thing no as soon as i publish this i'll remember the funny thing so um stay dry is all i can say it's still absolutely pouring down and uh uh yeah thank you for listening